gaze at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast Time. Welcome to the show, everyone. I want to talk about how the 49ers are turning to veterans in 2023 and what that means for this 49ers roster. Now, in the past, the 49ers have maybe done it a different way. They've counted on some young players to step up. I mean, just look at this season. You had Jair Brown step up at the safety position in place of Talanoa Fonga. Fonga gets hurt, out for the season. Have no fear, the young rookie is here. And we've seen it last year, too. Daniel Brunskill got hurt uh, before training camp. Spencer Burford stepped right in and never looked back. A young player's paradise in San Francisco. Young guys get an opportunity to get out there on the field and play. And we've seen some of those players take hold. From Ambry Thomas in 2021 to Diameter Lenore in 2022, there have been players consistently for the San Francisco 49ers, young players that have stepped up. But now when you look at the 2023 roster, there's veterans. It all started in the offseason. San Francisco 49ers went out and they signed offensive lineman John Feliciano. They went out and they signed offensive tackle Matt Pryor. And they made sure they had insulated themselves in case of a problem with a rookie as far as play or an injury. Feliciano on the inside to help out with Banks. He's in there to help out. Uh, potentially Spencer Burford with Daniel Brunskill gone. And then Pryor was there to stabilize the offensive tackle spot if young Jalen Moore couldn't step up and secure that swing tackle role. The 49ers did this at several positions, finding veterans that could step up and help in case of injury or in case of bad play. You've seen it consistently. And now you have other players that have come in as the season has progressed. The 49ers went out and got Jason Barrett. Brett had been with the team for a long time, and now he's on the practice squad. And we've seen the 49ers already start to integrate him into the lineup against the Baltimore Ravens. They went out and they signed uh, Sebastian Joseph Day to help out at the defensive line position, a key veteran. They have young players on the practice squad. They could have you know, turned to other young players out there available in the league, but they chose to go with a veteran with a lot of ability. It's Sebastian Joseph Day. And one of the most interesting ones was, hey, Logan Ryan. You had the injury to Hufanga. Jair Brown stepped up. Then you have the injury to special teams ace George Odom. You lose your depth at safety. And the 49ers go get a two-time Super Bowl champion in Logan Ryan to step up. And now they're going to ask Logan Ryan to step up in a big way because he's going to be starting. So in this episode, I really want to get into 49ers turning to veterans. We're going to hear from Kyle Shannon, hear from Steve Wilkes, about certain things to do with Logan Ryan, Jason Verrett, and with Sebastian Joseph Day. But also, we're going to get to hear from Kyle Shanahan on the method to the madness. Why sometimes it's veterans, why sometimes it's rookies. And when so sometimes you have to resist the urge to play a rookie just to get him reps and why that could hurt his psyche. All that is going to be happening in just a moment. So like and subscribe to the video. Really appreciate it on the push for 5k if you're listening on audio platform 49ers cutback on believe please give it a five star rating so this is going to be a great one it's going to be an absolutely fun episode i'm looking forward to talking about it 49ers with a certain philosophy 
But if you're going to bet, bet with Bet Online. The only people that don't get time off this time of year are pro athletes and us at Bet Online. With NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays, Bet Online isn't taking a second off. Make sure you have all the up to the second odds, news, and info. Bet Online has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today and get into the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. And for me, it has to start with Kyle Shanahan. Uh, this is going to be one of the longer clips that I've played, but I really want you to listen in on what Kyle has to say because. Kyle Shanahan gives a really good and clear, concise answer of why sometimes it's rookies and one, sometimes young players and veterans and why they go back and forth and why maybe there's not really a certain way to do it. Uh, but it's a very good answer. So listen to the clip and then we'll get back to it and unpack everything that Kyle says. Here's Kyle Shanahan on the question of turning to veterans instead of young players. Um, I think huge. I mean, it's not necessarily that's our overall philosophy. Our, our just overall philosophy is in that given day, in that given week, in that given season will give you the best chance to succeed. And it might be the younger guy. It might be the older guy. I just, I also just, I think it's very wrong when you take a absolute philosophy to anything. Like, hey, you always got to give the younger guy the first shots because he needs that experience and that's how you develop them. That's great, but not at the expense of the other 52 guys on the team and the organization and losing games. Um, the first decision always is what helps you win the most or gives you the best chance to win. And in a league that it's very hard to develop guys because um, when you play, when you do anything at a professional level, it's, it's hard to do it at an extremely high level when you're not working on it year-round. Um, so those guys who really can play in the NFL are usually guys that have experienced the NFL. Uh, they know how to handle those situations, and they were fortunate enough to get those, so they could go through that and get better. But it's always, um, I, I hate the feeling of there's one guy left, and you believe in that guy a lot, but he's not quite ready. But there's no third string, there's, and you got that guy's got to go. And now he goes in, and he plays three games before he's ready, and the team gets frustrated with him because he makes some mistakes. He's not ready. The guy get, loses his confidence, and sometimes that can kill a guy but you have no other option. So it's you can't always have the luxury of bringing bets in because if you always do that, then you never have youth coming up. But um, that's what's so so cool about the 16 practice squad guys, um, the six vets were allowed. That's what has allowed us to me do some things like that over the last few years that used to be real hard to do. Kyle's pretty clear. Hey, there's no set way to do things. There's just not. Uh, sometimes you're going to count on rookies. Rookies are going to step up and they're going to make plays and you can count on young players. And then sometimes it's going to be veterans. It really just depends on the year and on the circumstance at which players are available. But I thought it was very interesting the way that he talked about the usage of the practice squad and that how that has changed and allowed them to have veterans available to use. And we've seen them do that pretty consistently this season, whether that was Chris Conley coming up and using his elevations or that was T.Y. McGill helping with the defensive line, or uh, Willie Sneed coming you know, back and forth from the practice squad up to the main roster. Uh, now Jason Verrett. The 49ers have been able to use several different veterans to step up and help with the active roster. And now you see three guys that are doing that in a big way. I mean, these guys could play pivotal roles into what the 49ers' success looks like. So this is what John Lynch and Kyle Shannon are doing, is going out and getting players 
that they feel the moment's not going to be too big for. I mean, these guys have played it in some big football games, and these are players the 49ers have either had in the building, in Jason Brett's case, or with Logan Ryan and with Sebastian Joseph Day, players that they've played against, that they have a lot of respect for. And that's very important when you're talking about building your roster. You need to make sure you have guys that you can respect and guys that are going to do what you need them to do on the field. So that's why I think the 49ers are going to veterans. They're going to guys that can understand, communicate, and be able to process information quickly uh, that you don't have to worry about the moment being too big for them. Like Kyle Shanahan said, you don't want to force a guy out there before he really has to and damage his psyche, uh, damage his ability to become a big-time player for your organization. Sometimes they're thrust into it, and they exceed expectations. They play better than you've ever thought. But there's always the case where you have guys that aren't ready, that the moment's just too big for them, and it damages their psyche, and they're never the same player again. But also, you don't want those young players stepping in and making huge mistakes that cost you football games. Like Kyle Shanahan said, yes, you know, the, the thought is, hey, play the young player. Get the young player reps. Get the young player snaps. And if you listen to any a podcast or any content creators on 49ers land, you hear that all the time, right? Play this young player. Get him reps. You know, it's it's about the player. Make sure you get him reps so he's ready for the future. And Kyle said, hey, you have to find a balance. You have to make sure you don't hurt the other 52 guys on your team just getting somebody reps. And that's the key mentality here. It's a meritocracy. You play the best player, whether they're young or they're older. You just get the best player and you put them out on the field. And that's exactly what the 49ers have consistently done. And that's why they're consistently one of the better teams in the entire NFL. And now you're seeing it with veterans. They're bringing key guys in. This is not a something new that the 49ers organization hasn't done in the past. This was very popular with guys like Bill Walsh and then eventually with Carmen Policy and Dwight Clark bringing the players into the organization that maybe were longer in the tooth veteran players, but that could play key roles and could also help young players develop. So the 49ers are doing a very good job of bringing in guys, personnel that are good character guys, but that are guys that understand football and there's nothing that's going to be thrown at these guys that they're not ready for. Uh, so I thought that was a very good answer for from Kyle Shanahan. It gave us a clear picture of why they're choosing to go with veterans right now. And if veterans get on the field, it's because they're the best uh, possibility that the four years want to go with. Now let's hear Kyle Shanahan talk about Logan Ryan. I want to pay attention to Logan Ryan in this because he's going to be starting at safety opposite of Tashawn Gibson with the news that Jair Brown is out uh, with the knee sprain. He won't be playing against the commanders. There's a chance he can be back for the Rams. But there's a reason they went out and got Logan Ryan, a two-time Super Bowl champion, because they know they need someone they could count on, uh, you know, next to Tayshawn Gibson, just in case. Uh, they always thought there was a possibility he could get out there. So here's what Kyle Shannon had to say about Logan Ryan. Um, I mean, just us playing against him, he always seemed like such an aware, smart player and a guy that had a lot of experience playing a lot of different defenses. So um, we brought him in here when we had a few injuries. Uh, he looked just since he's been here like what we hoped he was and now that we've had those injuries he's in that role and um he's looked exactly like we hope he'd be he's very comfortable knows what he's doing and um game's not too big for him they've always had respect for him you know they've seen him play in multiple systems and they know that there's no system that he's not going to be ready for uh no situation that he's not going to be ready to be able to handle that's what's nice about getting veteran players is they understand circumstances, right? They understand 
uh, the different variables of football down in distance, you know, what part of the game they're in, what route concepts they're used to seeing. There's usually not coverage. They're not able to run because uh, they have been well-versed in it. And you're talking about a Logan Ryan that spent time with the Patriots. So he has a very firm understanding of, you know, how to play disciplined football on the back end, whether that was corner, which means he's going to have some pretty good coverage ability at safety or playing safety with the Tennessee Titans with Mike Vrabel. Uh, he also played in Tampa Bay uh, last season. So he's well-versed. He's well-traveled. He understands what it takes to win the big prize. And you have a team here in the 49ers that that is their goal to win a Super Bowl. So adding a player with that sort of pedigree, but also the understanding on the back end to be able to execute at such a high level is exactly what they need. And they said he's as advertised, according to Kyle Shanahan. Hey, Logan Ryan came in here, and he is what we were hoping he would be. So they feel comfortable with Logan Ryan, and now we're going to get to see what he could do. I think it's a perfect example that you have playing next to him and to Sean Gibson, a guy they signed to the practice squad because of injury to Jimmy Ward in 2022. He stepped in in that first matchup, and he never looked back. Now look at him. We have so much confidence to Sean Gibson, his veteran ability to play in this defense, because when you know your job and you do it, uh, it makes it real easy to stay in this league. So Logan Ryan, uh, that's exactly what they expect from him. And then there was another aspect to Logan Ryan that I think is really good. And Steve Wilkes is going to talk about something Logan Ryan does really well that him and Fred Warner took notice of. Logan has done uh, a great job. You know, uh, I was excited when we got him. I knew at some point in time that he was going to do a great job in stepping in for his, uh, his leadership there. And I talked to Fred about this coming off the field yesterday. And I was like, you know, did you, did you feel and see uh, Logan? He's like, yeah, man, he talks. Uh, and that's the great sign of a safety, you know, his ability to do, uh, communicate, uh, particularly when you got a new guy in there and he's stepping up and doing those things. So uh, I like his presence. Um, he has skin on the wall, as I call it. He's been around the league for a while. Uh, played in a couple of Super Bowls, so he understands the magnitude of where we are at this time of the year. He talks. He communicates. And that's a key attribute you have to have in the secondary. And a key attribute you have to have when you're talking about safeties. You need somebody that can step in and be able to verbal, verbalize what he's, what he's seeing and then be able to give instruction so the people around him know. When you're dealing with young players especially, it's nice to have a veteran. But now you just have two veterans with Tashawn Gibson and Logan Ryan that can communicate at a high level, which means if they can communicate well, they can communicate across the secondary. You have Ambry Thomas playing one corner. You have Charverius Ward playing the other and Demo playing the, the nickel. Now if they can communicate to these guys across the board, you won't get any of those bad mistakes. You won't get into those coverage breakdowns that you don't want. And you don't see those very often for the 49ers. And part of the reason was Hufanga and Tashawn Gibson communicated at a very high level. Well, now you're going to continue that process with Logan Ryan and Tashawn Gibson. Communication is a key to really good secondary play. Understanding what you're looking at, knowing when there's an overload and having to adjust your coverage, knowing when you're supposed to be where, and then also knowing what you're supposed to do in run fits, coming up, making the proper play, being in the proper position, because football is less about about being super athletic and making sure that you can use your speed and athleticism and more about knowing where you're supposed to be and when you're supposed to be there. If you know that and you have enough athletic ability to get you there at the right time, you can make plays. Football is about timing. Football is about communication. 
And when you have an understanding of what you're looking at, as far as what an offensive scheme is trying to present to you, and you can go out and understand it and be in the right positions and communicate what you're seeing and what you're hearing with the rest of your teammates, that's when you become a really good football team. And that communication is going to be key for the 49ers. But when you're adding a player in, thankfully for the 49ers, they're not adding a young player, but a veteran who's seen it all, who can step in, communicate with Gibson, with Fred, and with the rest of the secondary and make sure they're all on the same page. So I really like that. I like that Logan Ryan is going to be able to step in and help at the 49ers at safety. But what happens if something happens to Tashawn Gibson and Logan Ryan? Where do they go next? Jair Brown is out. Yeah, they have Taylor Hawkins on the practice squad. Could they elevate him? Well, here's what Steve Wilkes says about what happens if one of those other safeties go down. Uh, I think Oliver is that guy. You know, uh, I like flying closer to the line of scrimmage. Uh, I think he's more effective there. But, um, you know, I think, you know, as we try to, you know, think ahead and, you know, I don't know if <clears throat> you guys seen that practice, but Oliver has been really taking a lot of reps at safety the last couple of weeks. So, you know, that's that would be our next step if something were to happen there. They turned to another key veteran, Isaiah Oliver, who they added during the offseason. They brought him in to play nickel. And he's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, they had been practicing him at safety. And then they had an injury uh, to Charvarius Ward. And Ward was out. And guess what? Isaiah Oliver stepped right back in and played nickel corner. But he's been getting reps. Steve Wilk talked about the fact he's been getting reps playing safety. And he'll be the next guy in. But once again, the 49ers continue to make sure they have veterans capable of rotating through. And imagine the versatility. You talk about versatile players all the time. But to have guys that can play not just the nickel corner spot, but also play the safety, gives you a lot of ability when it comes to your 53-man roster. And I think that's a big reason why the 49ers have been willing to go with Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett comes in and he gives you the ability. He can play outside. He can play inside. Maybe you lose Ambry Thomas on the outside and you want Verrett to play outside because you want Lenore matchup-wise to play inside. Maybe he's better against run. Or you have a matchup on the outside that you want Lenore to play. You can put Verrett there. Uh, so there's a lot of versatility that's added by having players like Isaiah Oliver and Jason Verrett on your roster. They give you versatility. And yes, Jason Verrett played against the Baltimore Ravens. He played five snaps. He did give up a touchdown. And there were a lot of question marks about Jason Verrett. Kyle Shanahan talked about the fact they wanted him to get his feet wet. They wanted to get him reacclimated to playing football after missing five games or after missing two years. Uh, so they played him five plays in that game. And was it a gray bag? No. But listen to what Steve Wilkes had to say about how Jason Verrett played and what happened with that touchdown and why he believes it's not that big of a deal. Uh, I, I thought, uh, you know, he worked within the defense. I thought his technique was good on that one particular play. I, I felt like, you know, we teach chest to chest, you know, particularly when you get in the end zone, you can't turn away from the receiver. Uh, and that's what he did. And he lost him, you know, in that split second when the ball was being thrown. So uh, definitely something that's correctable and coachable. Wants him to be chest to chest, right? That's a technique that they employ in San Francisco. Maybe that's not what they used to do when Jason Verrett was here before. In fact, it probably wasn't. It's probably a Steve Wilkes thing. So, yeah, he didn't play it right. He got beat by Nelson Aguilar when the play was extended. That's a tough play to make. But he thought he looked good. He liked him in the, in the game against the Ravens. And there's probably an expectation that Jason Verrett is going to help this 49ers team at some point. Now, the big question about it is, why do you go with a Jason Verrett over some young players? 
You have Darrell Luter Jr., who uh, they're not opposed to using. They like the way Luter Jr.'s looked in his limited time. He's a really good special teams player. But also Sam Womack. Uh, Womack has thought was thought to be a big-time player for the 49ers. In fact, the young movement, like we talked about in 2022, Womack, after being drafted, started in the nickel for the first two games of the season. The 49ers eventually replaced him with Diamond Lenore and then eventually had to replace uh, Lenore with Jimmy Ward when Lenore went to the outside to take over for injury to Emmanuel Mosley. So you can see the 49ers have used youth movement before. Now they're going veteran, right? It was Lenore taking over for Isaiah Oliver. Isaiah Oliver stepping in when he needed to play. Now Jason Frett. 49ers have decided that in the secondary, they like their young players, but they want to make sure they have stable veterans that can help the team. So why did the 49ers choose Jason Verrett over Sam Womack? Well, Steve Welks is going to tell you. Uh, consistency, you know, uh, with all our guys. And, you know, a, a lot, too, goes into, you know, special teams, you know, in, in regards to him uh, being up and not being up. And we wanted to give Verrett um, an opportunity and a chance to be able to get his feet wet, try to get back into the flow of things and seeing if, you know, um, you know, he can be one of those guys that I think that can help us down the stretch here uh, as we progress towards the playoffs. The end is probably the key. He can help us down the stretch in the playoffs, I believe. That is a very interesting statement. That means the 49ers have real plans for Jason Brett. So if you thought that the 49ers brought Jason Brett just, to, just in case of an injury, it seems like there's a little bit more to the story. So, yeah, the, taking Sam Womack off the field, like Steve Wilk said, uh, special teams-wise, that's a big decision. Sam Womack is one of your best special teams players. One heck of a gunner. And he does give you some flexibility at the cornerback position. Now, they've relegated him mainly to playing on the outside where they don't want to play him on the inside because of his physicality in the run game. That has been well-documented, and that has been talked about by Jimmy Ward uh, when he joined the Richard Sherman podcast. So the 49ers have decided to go with Verrett. And let's be honest, Verrett is good against the run. He's physical tackler. He plays tough. Even though he suffered the multiple injuries, he does have a ability to come up and make plays, a physicality that you're looking for, the kind of physicality you get from an inside player like Diameter Lenore. So the 49ers are taking a real look at Jason Verrett and what he could provide this football team going into the playoffs and beyond. So the 49ers are going to continue to work Jason Verrett in. The likelihood is we'll probably see him against the Washington Commanders. Now that'll be the end of elevations, and they'll have to make a decision on Jason Verrett before they go into the playoffs. But I think they're getting a clear picture on where he is health-wise and where he is as far as mentality. The fact that he won practice squad player of the week last week and then that catapulted him into playing time against the Ravens means they like what they're seeing from Jason Verrett. We know the respect that the coaching staff has for him, the respect that he has in the locker room. But Kyle Shanahan has been very, very clear, and it's been illustrated multiple times, the best player plays. So minus Jason Verrett being better than Sam Womack, he would not get on the field. But right now, they believe Jason Verrett is the next best option. Now, they talked about that, right? It's going to have to be Diamond Lenore, Oliver, then Verrett right now. But if Oliver continues to get an increased role at safety, the 49ers might make that transition. Because let's be honest, Jason Verrett is better at changing direction and being able to play multiple uh, inside plays. If you want to go dime, you could easily put Jason Verrett on the field with his coverage ability. What the 49ers did was now get coverage ability from the safety position with Logan Ryan and coverage ability in the slot 
with Jason Verrett with, with the versatility, depending on matchup, to flip guys inside and out. And that's exactly what they're looking for on defense. So pretty interesting stuff with the secondary when it comes to Verrett, Womack, uh, Logan Ryan, Isaiah Oliver, but the thought process of turning to veterans. Now let's hear Steve Wilkes talk about Sebastian Joseph Day because I thought this was interesting. Sebastian Joseph Day signs don't normally get a signing of this caliber at this point in the year, but, but the 49ers find one and they get a good player in Day. So let's listen to Steve Wilkes talk about Sebastian Joseph Day, uh, his kind of addition to the roster, and what Chris Kisarek and Daryl Tapp are working with Joseph Day on improving. Uh, you know, Chris does a tremendous job, him and Tap, you know, for us meeting with uh, those new guys that we have in. And, you know, they took him out there early, took him to the side and start really trying to change up, you know, his stance, his get off. He's been more of a two-gap guy his whole career. And, of course, you all know that our mindset's a little different. We come off the ball here. So uh, I like his explosion and how he comes off. He, he plays with violent hands. So I'm excited to have him and looking forward to seeing what he can do for us. He likes him. He likes the explosiveness. Now, he came from a two-gap scheme, so that's a different way to play it. But Chris Kasat, Chris Kasarik and Daryl Tapp are going to be all over this, right? They were changing his stance. The funny thing is, I can't remember which uh, news reporter it was, put up a video of them working on his stance, and they were definitely working on his balance and, and the distance between his hands and his feet. They were trying to get the most uh, get-off they could possibly get for Sebastian Joseph Day. Now, the one thing I thought stood stood out and was very clear was his, he talked about his violent hands. And that is something that's been on display since college, but really on display on film. You'll watch the guy. He plays so good with his hands with explosiveness. The reason I love this signing, and I think Steve Wilkes kind of talked about it a little bit, is that explosiveness. When you have explosiveness and violent hands, you fit in Chris Kacarek's system. They're going to be able to get this guy off the ball quickly and allow him to just go get the quarterback, go get the ball carrier. When you're playing two-gap, you are taking on multiple guys to keep them from getting to a linebacker. But he's played primarily in a 3-4. That's why he's been a guy that plays that position and plays two-gap. So now he's a one-gap guy. He's a go get him, go make some big-time plays. I'm optimistic about Sebastian Joseph Day and what he could add to this football team. So great news for the 49ers. Uh, great news getting Sebastian Joseph Day in. Now we'll see what kind of development Chris Kacarek and Daryl Tapp could get with them. Now, there's one more I want you to hear. Uh, when asked about Logan Ryan and his willingness to play special teams, Steve Wilkes said something I thought was very, very interesting. Uh, so I want to play that clip for you right now. Uh, team player, uh, committed, um, and then also understanding it, it, it's the standard here. You know, I was talking about many parts, one body of work. It, nobody's bigger than the actual calls. So, uh Guys come in and they adapt to how we do things, and that's what he's done. So, uh, again, I like him a lot uh, as a player and, and as a person. I mean, that's who Logan Ryan is, right? The player, uh, lots of respect for him as a player, but it's the standard here. That was the interesting part is now it's a standard that veterans are going to play special teams. It used to be uh, kind of a foregone conclusion that veterans who came in didn't play special teams. They just played positions, and the young players did it. Well, not on this team. If you're a veteran player, you're still expected to help on special teams. Last year, right, it was Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Didn't look like he really wanted to do it, but he was out there doing it. But now you have a guy like Logan Ryan. He's won two Super Bowls. He started on the Patriots. He started on the Titans. He's been well-traveled. 
and he comes in here and he's willing to help on special teams and willing to do what is asked of him. That's the mentality of the 49ers players that they're getting. That's why they can play veterans over young players because the veterans willingness to do what is asked. I got your back mentality. All guys working together in one accord. And the San Francisco 49ers absolutely have that. That's why I love that clip. Logan Ryan's willingness to help in all areas is now giving him an opportunity to help on the starting defense. And now there's no looking back. Let's be honest. This dude's a dog. And uh, seeing some of his social media posts, he's ready for this moment. Let's see what he can do. He knows that, hey, he was on a cruise. He thought his career was over. Now he's back in the NFL, and he has an opportunity to not just make something happen with the 49ers, maybe extend his career, but win a third Lombardi trophy. That would put him in a, a pretty rare category. So uh, the 49ers got themselves some veteran players that are willing to make an impact in this season, and they're going to need to count on them. Uh, but Steve Wilkes and Kyle Shaden are very confident with these guys as they look to continue to build into this 49ers defense. Uh, so this is going to be a fun week. We're going to get to see these players make their impact for Ryan and for Sebastian Joseph Day, their first time really playing snaps for the 49ers. And for Jason Verrett, could he continue to develop his role and potentially getting a bigger role in that secondary? We're going to find out. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thank you guys for joining this episode of 49ers Cutback brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. Uh, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already on the push for 5K. And every time you send a like, it helps kick this out in the algorithm so more people listen to it and more people discover 49ers Cutback. So thank you guys so much for that. Listening on audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe. Please give it a five-star rating. We're so close to the game, but there's a game preview show still coming your way. Be on the lookout for that. 49ers versus Commanders game preview show. All the key matchups. Other uh, bold predictions, and of course, picking the winner of this football game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Until then, stay safe. And remember, the right way is always the 49ers way.